always taught in the years to be a nun or a monk. I've had sort of like a sense of, of strangeness around all of that. But I have been rethinking it, not for myself, but rethinking it as a concept for others. Um, and thinking about Christian community after spending another week with the sisters at Holdingstone Monastery in Madison. I have gotten to know the sisters, and they are really regular, wonderful people. They are not these strange folks that I would have put in my mind that would be drawn to something like that that I can't understand. So instead of judging their life, I was able to listen to their experiences of Christian community as I heard their heart and their life, and it is really beautiful. To be honest, it made me yearn for our church to be more like a monastery. I don't mean very habits, although some of you might have kind of cute enough, the sisters of holy wisdom of them either. Or that we would actually live together, although some of you already do. <laughs> or share the strict rules about our lives. I mean, I wish that we could lean in and allow other voices to shape our futures. To let go of our intense grip on our individuality and really think in terms of what is best for our families, for our community of faith, for San Antonio, for Texas, for the world. I don't think that it's a surprise to tell you that we in 2023 America are selfish. We are materialistic. We are gluttonous in all kinds of ways. We are judgmental. We pick and choose based on our own desires rather than the good of those around us and the future. In short, we are not often shaped by Christian values. Even when we engage in Christian community, we sometimes keep it at arm's length and keep our spirituality siloed into Sunday morning or prayer when we're in trouble. We so often don't allow the relationship with each other and God to form us every day and grow us in a deepening understanding of who we are, who God is, and what is possible in that reality. The early churches were more like Holy Wisdom Monastery than what the American contemporary church looks like today. They were communities of people reliant on each other on purpose. They shared everything in common. If one family was, was blessed to have more, they shared that blessing across the community. They understood that their work was a work done together and that it was to create healing space for themselves and for their community, restoring the streets to live in. Churches are meant to be incubators of God's love and community. They are meant to be what I believe I mentioned last week, Sister Joanne, who's 92 and full of spunk, calls rock 
so that we can let go of what is not really us, but what we have come, what we've put on to protect ourselves, and really engage. Churches are meant to be spaces to ask questions and sit with hard answers, and sometimes sit with no answers. They're meant to be places that we cannot escape from the truth of God's love, but instead be transformed by it in the midst of people who love us unconditionally. And all of this work that we are called to do in our scriptures this morning requires this kind of community. The English language is far from perfect. I feel truly sorry for anyone who has to learn English as a second language. Like other languages, like when I learned Spanish, there's all these rules and laws that apply and like commonalities and ways that you can sort of see, um, you know, frameworks for things, but the English language, language is just kind of famous. And normally, the English language does not have a word for the plural you, but here in the South, we do. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> so the South is working on perfecting the English language, slowly but surely. All of the yous in our scriptures today are plural. So in this fast that y'all choose, what is it? It's to repair what's broken. To bring the homeless poor into y'all's house. To change the world. Y'all are salt. Y'all are light. We are not rugged individualists. We are not meant to be selfish or small. We are Christians. And we cannot do any of these things alone. Yes, your personal piety and walk with God is crucially important. Do not dismiss that. You cannot be a strong member of the body of Christ without it. But we cannot do anything without the body. As Sally McVeigh writes, if God is absent from the world, it is because we are. One of the coolest things about the body of Christ is in the body of Christ, we lack no spiritual gift. Isn't that incredible? In the body of Christ, y'all plural, we lack no spiritual gift. Now, you singular lack plenty of spiritual gifts. If you would like to me to list them, approach me after the service, and I'll let you know. But together, we lack nothing. We were drawn together for a reason. There is a reason we are different from each other. There is a reason we have different gifts. There is a reason we have different weaknesses. If we, when we find ourselves in echo, echo, cha echo chambers, if everyone around us is exactly the same as us, we don't get to stretch and grow as community. If we're not able to serve others that are not like us, if we're not invited to go outside of our comfort zone by our faith community, if we're not on the outside edge of God's love, maybe we need to submit to the rock tumbler. No one will make you do it. The Christian life is not compulsory. We're so lucky to be Lutherans, aren't we? And in the Lutheran tradition, we believe that God's grace is free and for everyone. And that is wonderful. It means that our lives can be lived not to try and earn God's grace, but in incredible gratitude for it. So that all that we do toward the healing of the world as the body of Christ 
is out of gratitude, out of joy, out of hope, out of love. And y'all, that hits different than judgment. That hits different. And in this gratitude-filled body that lacks no spiritual gift because we have chosen to submit to life together, we will have frustrations, and we do, and we will have joys, and we do, and we will see miracles, and we do, because together, we can do anything. I have never served a church that does more for its community than grace. Yesterday, I was at a board retreat for Corazon, and all of the board members just glowed when they talked about y'all. Welcoming the homeless poor into y'all's house. Every day, people are literally healed here. This place is a beacon on a hill, and when folk are drawn here, they are not left disappointed. They are given what they need. Because of the relationships that we have entered into that feel like rock tumblers sometimes, we're not going to lie. And y'all's boldness to welcome and share space, we get to be working toward the healing of creation. Y'all are doing the work of God. Y'all are salt, light, lemon, and more. Thank God that God's grace never leaves us, leaves us where it finds us. And no matter how far we go in this journey, we're beckoned toward more. What a beautiful thing. So as long as there is hurting anywhere, we, the body of Christ, will continue to work together, lacking no spiritual gift. We may not live in the monastery together, but we are a beautiful, transformational community. We are the body of Christ. We don't do it alone, but together, we can do it all. Let's stand and sing together the canticle of the turning.